0: iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. Hi there, it's Steve Martin. I'm talking to you from Beverly Hills, California, on the eighth floor of a big, fancy building. You might know me best as an actor or comedian, but uh, I've actually had a long career playing the five-string banjo. I used to use it in my comedy show, and in the last ten years, um, I've been recording music that I've written for the five-string banjo. The first record was called The Crow and now I have a new record out now called Rare Bird Alert that I recorded with the great uh, bluegrass band called the Steep Canyon Rangers. And um, We've also been touring across the country quite successfully with a sort of bluegrass and comedy show and been appearing on David Letterman and Conan and Ellen and a lot of TV shows. We played Bonnaroo, the New Orleans Jazz Festival, the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival. And we're now touring across the country doing these bluegrass shows that I deeply, deeply enjoy. And um, so today I'm gonna play some music for you that uh, sort of has been influential to me or at least music I love that relates to the music I write and play, and I hope you enjoy it. I've looked over this list I've made up and it's uh, very unusual. It almost makes no sense to me. It's, it's just some uh, new songs I like, some old songs, some songs that have influenced me a lot through my life. Um, I almost have no uh, consistent musical taste. I, I, I assume that's almost like most people. Uh, when you really analyze the, the types of songs you've liked, they, they probably spread out over many, many different genres. When I was young, I listened, of course, to a lot of rock and roll from the late 50s to the 60s. A lot of you are probably young, much younger than I am. Uh, then I, I got into folk music and um, then I just, I, I grew up, uh, I listened, in college I listened to a lot of classical music. Went to sleep at night listening to that. I listened to a lot of comedy records that I fell asleep to, uh, not not because it was boring, just because I listened to them at night and let them soak into my head. And then, of course, you know I'm. A, you may know I'm a banjo player, and I liked a lot of bluegrass music. And then uh, in the late 70s, I got very interested in Irish folk music. I'm going to play a couple of tunes from that. And now uh, you might know I'm a professional banjo player traveling with a band, a great band called the Steep Canyon Rangers, and I'll play something by them. And I have a new album out called Rare Bird Alert, and I might even play a song from that for you. But um, I'll I'll try to connect uh, a story with uh, each of these songs <clears throat> that I'm going to play for you. And remember, there's absolutely no consistency among any of them. Uh, in the late 1970s, I was... Um, doing stand-up comedy, and I was playing before crowds of, you know, 15 and 20,000 people at stadiums, and it was very, very hard to find an opening act, uh, because the audience, you know, could get very rabid and make a lot of noise, and they wouldn't listen to their show. And um, But there was one act who could do it for me, and his name was Steve Goodman. He was a Singer-songwriter, he wrote the song "City of New Orleans," um, that became a big hit. But his opening song—it was very, very unlikely to quiet a crowd of fifteen 000 to twenty thousand people, but it worked every time. And it was this song I'm going to play for you right now, um, and it was called "Red Red Robin." When the red red robin comes, ba ba bobbing all along long there'll be no more sobbing when he starts throbbing his own sweet song wake up wake up you sleepy head get up get up get out of bed cheer up cheer up the sun is red live love laugh and be happy why should I feel blue now I'm walking through fields of flowers rain may glisten but still i listen for hours and hours and I'm just a kid again doing what I did again singing a song when the red red Robin comes blah, 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 blah. I love that Steve Goodman he died very young it was a very sad uh sad event for all of those who loved his music. Now I'm going to play the same song for you again. I don't really know this artist that well. A friend of mine played it for me and I just loved it. Her name is Sally Dworsky. Uh, Didn't really know who she was, uh, but I listened to this recording of Red Red Robin. It's quite different than Steve Goodman's uh, version of it, but I really liked it and here it is again. Red Red Robin. If I've been- I was about 17, I, I started hearing the five-string banjo. Uh, there was a great folk music craze in uh, Orange County, California. It was sweeping the nation with the Kingston Trio. Uh, and there was a lot of banjo music going on, uh, on folk records. But then that gave way to uh, bluegrass. I finally got to hear the real thing. And uh, f- there was a group called Flatt & Scruggs. There was the Dillards. And I got to hear the Dillards live in Orange County, and that was a very exciting thing to hear Doug Dillard play. But when I first heard the song Foggy Mountain Breakdown, played by Earl Scruggs and Flatten Scruggs, well, that that really changed my life because it, it made me go out, find a banjo, and learn how to play Foggy Mountain Breakdown. And um, this this gave me a corner of my life, which was music, that, Kept me alive in a strange way, even going through all this acting career and comedy career. There was something social about music. You met a completely different kind of person. Uh, there's something uh, nonverbal about it, obviously. There's a kind of communion among musicians, and there's a kind of equality among musicians um, that has really given my life a different kind of aspect than just being in, in show business, and I really thank the five-string banjo for that. And so I'm going to play this uh, great recording from the early 50s of Earl Scruggs, who wrote Foggy Mountain Breakdown, <clears throat> and here it is, Foggy Mountain Breakdown by Flatten and Scruggs. And uh, by the way, it was also the, uh, the theme music to the movie Bonnie and Clyde. Change things up a little bit here, I was very, very interested in Irish folk music, and you might think that 's you know the kind of music that goes rump tiddle tie tum but there 's a there 's a whole other type of uh, very serious, very moody uh, beautiful lyrics, beautiful chord changes um, and I absolutely fell in love with a couple of groups uh, that were existing in the 70s. One was called the Bothy Band, and one was called Planksty. And I think I listened to this song maybe 2,000 times while I was on the road. And the song is called The Maid of Cool Moor. And it tells a very simple story about a man who passes a woman three times on the street and uh, you'll you'll be able to hear uh, the nature of the story. But interestingly, I used this story uh, in a a movie I wrote called uh, L.A. Story. And I'm going to tell you what uh, the story is because it's a little difficult to hear the lyrics because they're singing in Irish accents. But the third time he passes her on the street, she tells him that she's leaving Ireland and that she's going to America. And he says, he says in the song that, that if he had the power on the day she was to sail away, he would turn the winds around so she couldn't leave. And here it is, The Maid of Coolmore by the Bothy Band. So- We're in an Irish mode. I think I'll play one more for you by the group Planksty. This is a very interesting song rhythmically. It's called P stands for Paddy, I suppose. Very odd, quirky title. I'm not quite sure how the chorus relates to the verses. It's just one of those songs that works, and it has a very unusual uh, rhythmic structure to it, as you listen, you'll see there's some missing beats. Um, but it's a, it's a romantic song, uh, and again, it's kind of hard to understand the lyrics. I'll explain it. Uh, I finally had to search them out online, I think. Uh, but one of the, the lyrics is, later as the song progresses, that the singer says he would climb a tree to rob a wild bird's nest and collect a dove to give to his love. And here it is, P stands for Patty, I suppose, by Planksteed. As I went out one the May morning to take a pleasant walk, I sat myself down upon a old stone wall to hear two lovers talk to hear what they might say, my dear, to hear what they might say, that I might know a little more about love before I would go away. He stands for Paddy, I suppose, Jay for my love. I'm very lucky in my, uh, my banjo shows to be working with a great bluegrass group called the Steep Canyon Rangers. And, uh, whenever i whenever i play we always get i'm proud to say very good reviews and the band is always singled out in these reviews as being a first-rate first-class highly talented uh bluegrass group and i'd like to play a tune by them you can hear their singing ability and their music ability on this on this cut it's called be still moses you're gonna be there when he pars the tide and lead all the people to the other side find that mountain by the lord's good will but right now boy you gotta be still be still moses don't make a sound be still moses don't make a sound be still moses don't make a sound Keep your head, be still Moses, don't make a sound, be still Moses, don't make a sound, be still Moses, don't make a sound. Uh, you know, gospel is uh, a big part of bluegrass music, and um, I got hooked on a certain tune sung by Ralph Stanley. And Ralph Stanley is one of the great bluegrass singers of all time. He's uh, still around. I had the privilege of working with him at Carnegie Hall when uh, I and the Steep Canyon Rangers did a show there. And he's a great banjo player, but also he's noted for his singing. And you know, this, this type of music um, can be an acquired taste for certain people. If you're from the South, you grew up with it if you're from Appalachia anywhere around there you grew up with it um but it can s- count, sound kind of odd to people at first you know because you have men singing sometimes in falsetto um and you know i like uh you know i think modern bluegrass young modern bluegrass groups are a good way into the real uh, traditional bluegrass it sort of paves the way to get into some of this Uh, really hardcore bluegrass. But I want to play this song for you because this is a cappella. I think it demonstrates the real emotion found in uh, some of these singers' voices. Uh, This this was a, a song for me, one of those things you get into in your car when you're driving around and you listen to a song about, you know, 1,500 times in a row at full volume. And um, so here's the gospel tune sung by Ralph Stanley called Children Go Where I Send Thee. Children go where I send thee. Oh, Lordy, how will I send thee? Oh, I'm going to send thee one by one for the one. one was a little bitty baby. Born, children born in Bethlehem. Children go where I send thee. Oh lordy, how will I send me, oh, I'm gonna send me two by two, for the two was a Paul and Silas, a one was a little bitty baby, born, children born. In... Well, since we played a gospel song, I think it's appropriate that I play a song from my new record, Rare Bird Alert, because I got to thinking that in bluegrass, with all these beautiful gospel tunes around I thought there should be one one song for atheists and um, because there's not many hymns for atheists so I wrote up this tune it's called atheists don't have no songs Christians have have their hymns and pages, hymns and pages. Havanagillas for the Jews, for the Jews. Baptists have the Rock of Ages, Rock of Ages. Atheists just just sing the blues. Catholics dress up for mass and listen to Gregorian Gregorian chants. Atheists just take a pass, watch football in their underpants. Watch football in there uh, While I'm here, I'd like to play a song from my own record that I made with the Steep Canyon Rangers. I think this is a good example. I, I love working with them because, um, first, they're great, great musicians, and you know, we've d- developed a nice uh, rapport, I should say, on stage, and, and they're all really, really good guys. We, we love to rehearse. We almost never want to stop rehearsing. And we love to make the show better and better and better. We like to do the music, but we love to do the comedy that we do on stage. And uh, this song is a very good, good example of, I think, uh, our synchronicity on stage, because it has these pauses. And, um, you know, it's just something you grow to feel in time on stage, because there's nothing that can make us all come back in at exactly the same time, except a kind of intuition. Um, so I just want to give them a lot of kudos and credit for for playing as well as they do and for being such great guys to travel with. And so this is a song from the album called, the album is called Rare Bird Alert, and this song is the title song from that called Rare Bird Alert. next song is, is one of those songs, you know, that you hear on the radio and you go, what was that? What was that? I want to hear that again. I hope they named that song. What was the title of that song? Who did that song? And I happened to hear it in North Carolina on the radio. And um, it turned out it was by Loudon Wainwright III. Now he did a, he did a record recently, a compilation of uh, a, a, a salute to Charlie Poole who was a songwriter and banjo player from the 20s. Kind of a strange, interesting character. I think he became an alcoholic later in life and died too young, but he wrote a lot of songs when he was a real character. So I assumed that Charlie Poole wrote this song, but he didn't. It was Loudon Wainwright III who wrote this song. And it's one of those kind of songs that, is so joyous it can make you cry. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, but if you listen to the lyrics, it's just such an upbeat tune about taking life not too seriously. I really like this song. It's called High, Wide, and Handsome. By the way, I'll explain that term in case you've never heard it. It's It really, describes, it's a, it's a term used to describe a horse, high, wide, and handsome, but it also describes people uh, who have this sort of proud way of walking. Have high, wide, and handsome, carved on my headstone, with the date I was born, plus the date that I died, then take one from the other, all that's left is a number, just remember I laughed twice. That's how life should be low skinny and ugly. that's for other people there's a bluegrass group called the Punch Brothers that's really an all-star band um, and to call them a bluegrass group is is uh, not quite accurate because they're so much more they're they, they feature such great players the great mandolin player Chris Thile and uh, uh, I won't mention all their names, and Noam Pakelney, the great, great banjo player. And uh, they play a lot of music, actually, that no one else can play. A lot of their own music, they play, they can they do the Brandenburg Concerto. Uh, but actually, um, I particularly like this song written by Chris Thiele. It's called Rye Whiskey. Uh, I actually got to play it with them on the David Letterman Show uh, one time. And I just happen to love this song. Um, it's 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 sort of the one um, throwback I think on their their um, their most recent al- album, which was called anti And it's it's kind of the one traditional style tune on the record. They they do play a lot of traditional tunes, but. Uh, but also they play a lot of, you might call it uh, avant-garde bluegrass, uh, for want of a better term. But anyway, here's a song I really like a lot. It's called Rye Whiskey by the Punch Brothers. I used to wake up bright and early, got my work done quickly, held my baby tightly, oh boy. Rye whiskey makes the sunset faster, makes the spirit willing. Have I ever told you about the time I took it and took her for granny. How I took it and took her for granny. I first uh, became aware of Abigail Washburn when my wife's sister sent us one of her albums. And I immediately liked it. She plays... Uh, banjo in the claw hammer style. That's a, that's a very unique style. It's played without picks. It's usually a little bit slower. It's much more melancholy. And then I got to know her a little bit. She's uh, First of all, she's married to one of the great banjo players, Bela Fleck. You might be aware of him, Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Uh, but I got to uh, get to know her a little bit because she toured around with uh, Steep Canyon Rangers and myself when we were doing some banjo shows and she opened the show for us and her group will consist for example whereas we'll have a mandolin uh, fiddle bass um, guitar and uh, banjo of course uh, she'll have a cello and violin and and banjo and her music is, is a little bit different than the or, or, you know run-of-the-mill bluegrass it's and she also speaks mandarin and she's constantly in china and she'll you know she r- a lot of, writes a lot of songs but i i really like this tune this is a i think it's a traditional song and it's called and she has a beautiful big voice in fact i i think her the at least the the tone of her voice and the volume of her voice is is unlimited i think she has to tone it down actually when she sings in a house. This is a beautiful song called Bright Morning Stars. Bright morning stars are rising Bright morning stars are rising When I first started getting back into the banjo in a professional way about 2001, one of the guys I called first is Pete Wernick, and he's a great banjo player working with the group Hot Rise. And um, we connected and had a few phone conversations and got together, and and I sort of glommed on to one of his songs that he wrote, it's called Spring Break. And, um, I think this might count as one of the fastest banjo songs I've ever heard. And I, I learned how to play it. Um, I don't know if I ever got up to the speed that Pete plays it on, on this record, but uh, it's kind of a hypnotic sound. Here it is, Spring Break. I got back into bluegrass um, now. About well, I've always been I've always been uh, interested in it. But when you know satellite radio came along and the internet, I was able to find music that I just wasn't able to find before because you know record stores didn't carry it. Uh, You'd kind of have to order it from a catalog. But with the internet, you could really find it online, and um, and a whole world opened to me of all these bands that I just you know, really didn't know about or have access to. And, um, uh, I happened to hear this song on the radio one day and I thought, Oh, I really like that tune and discovered a group called the Lonesome River Band with a great banjo player named Sammy Sheeler. And this is, this is what I call a catchy tune. And, uh, you can kind of listen to it over and over and over. And I love that the, uh, the the shape of this song is they sing the whole song and then there's a a whole almost second song that begins at the end a whole instrumental instrumental break that sort of goes on for another minute or so a little song called Molly. Now you've been told that he's been seen over in another town with a pretty little blonde in a red sports car riding with the top lane down. Oh Molly, can you tell? Are you sure he's doing you right? There is he somewhere with the oh, Molly. Molly, Molly. your Finally, I'll, I'll I'll play this song by a little known group. I don't think they exist anymore. I could be wrong about that. Uh, their name is the Gilded Bats. And it's, you know, it's one of those lucky things where you go online you think maybe i'll order some new banjo records some and i um so i ordered a self-titled album the gilded bats and you get it and you play it and you're listening to it and then one song just sort of gets to you it's an instrumental and um, it's essentially you know the same melody played over and over and over and i thought wow this is this is great movie music <laughs> and so i was <laughs> trying to write a you know trying to write a think of there if there was a movie i could use this song in Um, it's played in the claw hammer style it's not the three finger style it's the claw hammer style and it's an old tune Um, the title of the song is called hail against the barn door and there's i've seen this title written in uh, many ways sometimes it's it's written in vernacular so it'll be Hail Again the Barn Door, meaning you know, shortened from against. So it has a lot of different variations. But here it is, and I'll leave you with this, uh, uh, this sort of cheerful, happy, uh, rip-roaring banjo clawhammer song called Hail Against the Barn Door by the Gilded Bats. Hope you've enjoyed listening to this itunes celebrity playlist podcast this is steve martin i know there's a lot of odd little mix of tunes in here but maybe you found something you might like to explore or maybe a band you like might like to explore further uh, these are tunes that i've gotten a lot of pleasure from and uh maybe we'll do it again sometime thank you very much for listening itunes celebrity playlist podcast